Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. It's getting closer to midnight. I tried to get closer to you. Hello. Hi, everyone. How are you? Happy Tuesday. Oh my God, I'm not going to lie. I'm having a bit of a shit day. God, I'm so negative. Ah! No, but I am. I'm feeling really low. I really, it's Monday as I'm filming this. This needs to go live in a couple of hours. Shock, last minute, like I have been the last few weeks. But yeah, I really just, I didn't have it in me. I really didn't have it in me to do this episode. But I was like, I literally said in the last episode that I want you to rely on me and have a safe space every Tuesday so I can't let you down. But yeah, I do want to apologise in advance for, I'm not going to be on top form today, you know, like I'm not my best self today. I'm fine, like nothing's wrong, just normal, normal life situations. Um, and I'm just really low, but, well not really low, just a bit low. Um but I'll be fine, hopefully this will cheer me up a little bit, I feel a little bit better already after just speaking to be honest, just like having you lot to talk to, it does definitely help for sure, um, so I'm gonna try and not be miserable, I have something really exciting though, I have a guest next week, she's coming around tomorrow and we're gonna film, um, any guesses, any guesses, I did mention it a while ago, I think it was like two or three episodes back, I mentioned, and I gave a couple of clues, did you guys guess, a lot of you guys on TikTok guessed, um, but yeah, I have decided that I'm not going to say anything to chat, I'll literally just tell you before the episode comes out, just because otherwise, you know, I don't, I don't want you to be waiting for so long for the episode. I'd rather it just be like, oh, this is who's on the episode. You can listen to it right now rather than like, this is who's, this is who's on the episode, but you've got to wait a week. Do you know what I mean? I feel like that would be a little bit annoying. So um, thank you so much for all your love on the last episode. So many of you, well, not so many, but quite a few of you messaged me saying about like how you've got health anxiety and you've never known anyone else to have health anxiety or you said that I really described how you were feeling and, and you know what you're going through and it was really helpful to hear that for a lot of people which makes me so happy but also sad because I don't want any of you to have this have these feelings but it made me really just feel good that I could bring somebody a little bit of comfort do you know what I mean and I've actually made a couple of friends. Oh my God, one of them, we was talking about the health anxiety. And there's this one girl, I won't name her because she told me a story that she said I can say it on the podcast, but it made me laugh so much that I wanted to tell you guys. So we were chatting about health anxiety and stuff and we were just voice knowing and then we just ended up just still talking about general chit chat. Um, and she was telling me about this guy that she's seeing. Guys, what the actual fuck? Listen, she's literally seeing a serial killer. Listen to this. 
So every time she's round, he's like really funny about his fridge. Yeah, the fridge, like what the fuck? And like, he won't let her just get up and make herself a drink. Like she, like he has to make it basically. Um, She cannot go in the forbidden fridge. Um, And he'd always be really funny about it. Like anytime the fridge was open, it was like, don't look in my fucking fridge. And she's thinking, what the fuck is going on in that fridge? And when she's telling me this, I'm thinking, right, so he probably like, labels all his food or something, like something a little bit strange, a little bit odd. Like in something, he must be embarrassed about something in his fridge. Or it's like really empty, or it's like full of just like one thing, like full of chocolate or something like that. Just something a little bit odd about his fridge. But he leaves the room. I can't remember where she said he was going. But he left the room and she was like, this is my moment. Like, I'm opening the fridge. She opens his fridge and she was like, she looks on the bottom shelf, top shelf, in the in the door shelf, in the back right corner. There is a jar of half opened seafood sauce in every part of the fridge there was she said there was 11 jars of half empty seafood sauce in his fridge 11 half empty and she's thinking what the fuck are we like what is the seafood sauce obsession like what the actual fuck is going on there and I was pissing myself I I literally expected her to say anything apart from that seafood sauce right so then he comes down and she says to him babes what's with the seafood sauce like what's going on there and he was like okay here's the truth I really like crab sticks and seafood sauce and I was thinking okay that's a pretty normal snack you know nice and healthy reasonably low in cal it's not it's not a snack to be ashamed of but what's with the half open jar and he said that because of obviously the size of a seafood stick you can only dip it so much before the sauce is gone and the crab stick won't reach that far into the jar anymore so he just puts the half empty jar back in the fridge and cracks open a new one and that to me is serial killer behavior like just pour it into a bowl why also why are you saving all your jars honestly the the behavior is strange but I, it was making me laugh so much. And I thought I've got to tell the girls this on the pod because it's just such an odd story. Like, have you ever heard a story like that before? Like, I was so confused, but like, just so entertained by it the whole time. I just pictured him there, like seafood sauce around his mouth. Oh, gross. Bless him. But yeah, she said I can tell you, so it's fine. But oh God, it was cracking me right up. Half empty as well. Like, what a fucking weird guy. Love that for him. I like, I feel like, you know, crab sticks and seafood sauce, I feel like it's an elite snack. I feel like I would really like it. But, you know, the the half jar thing is just so strange. And why is he so embarrassed about it? Like, why was it like, don't go in the fridge? Like, why was it such a thing? I don't know. It's so funny, though. Anyway, let's get involved with the weekly debate. I have decided that the weekly debate, I'm not going to drag them out as much. Okay, I'm aware I drag them out all the time. I make them really, really long. And I read out so many responses. And they usually all just say the same thing. Um, And I've always deep down been a bit like, am I chatting about the weekly debate for too long? But this lovely girl sent me a message bless her because you remember in the last episode I was like guys I'm so sensitive and fragile like my feelings they will be hurt if you criticize me even slightly (laughs) and she was like I love this about the podcast I love this I love this like you're doing amazing I really hope I don't hurt your feelings but I feel like the weekly debate could be a bit shorter and then we can just get more dilemmas and I was like babe 
I literally love you. Thank you for being so so sensitive with your delivery. <laughs> I just sent her a voice there and I was like, I agree with you. Like, you are the best and I love you. So yeah, I agree with her. I'm glad that I had some outside confirmation because I've always been a bit like, do I chat too much in the weekly debate? So let's get straight into it. This week, make sure you follow on Instagram, by the way. That is that is where I put the weekly debate on my Instagram stories, at Leah on the line. That's where you can put your responses and everything like that. So weekly debate, my question for you this week is, can you be in love with more than one person at the same time? Can you be in love with more than one person at the same time? Okay, so it's a tricky one. I I don't know where I stand. That's why I was really looking forward to seeing what you said, because I really don't know. So let's have a look first response is no if you think you're in love with a second person then you are never in love with the first and I've heard that quote from somewhere before like if you fall in love with somebody and then fall in love with somebody again pick the second person because if you love the first person enough there wouldn't be a second person you know but whatever somebody says no you can like two people at the same time but in love is different somebody says different kinds of love I guess Yes, but I think your heart will truly stay rooted to one person. Okay, that's a really interesting response. You probably can, but I'd be gutted if I found out the person I was with was in love with someone else. Oh my God, yeah. Oh my God, I didn't even think about that. What the fuck? That would be hideous. Um, Being in love is way more than just a feeling. It's a commitment, therefore, to one person. Yeah, I mean, commitment is definitely, obviously, to one person. I always thought that this wasn't possible, but I know someone who was married and has been with this woman for nine years and he recently started seeing someone else and claims he also loves her. So this is why I'm stuck on this question and this is why I really wanted to hear what you guys think because what is love? Like, that's a fucking debate on its own. I can't even fathom where to begin when I'm trying to figure out, like, what does love actually mean? Like, how do you know when you love someone? Um, For me, I think love is like... Love is, I, you know, I prioritize you above myself in a lot of situations, you know, like, um, your pain is my pain, um, I make sacrifices for you, like, I, I don't know, it's, it's difficult because I think it's really tricky to get confused between lust and love, especially in a situation like this, like, this situation where somebody just said about that, that guy that's married, and he thinks he loves this other woman, like, do you love the other woman or is she just exciting and new and and a bit of fun and really sexy? Do you know what I mean? Um, And I've definitely thought I loved someone before and then I look back and I'm like, oh, that wasn't love. I was just a little bit obsessed with them. Do you know what I mean? But having said that, I do believe that there's certain kinds of love that don't go away. So especially like if you was in a long-term relationship with somebody from like a young age, Um, and you like grew up together, and he was your first love, and you were together for like eight, nine years, I think you'll always love that person like you love your friends, and love your family, and I think you'll always have love for that person, but eventually you'll love somebody else, and that love will be more, and stronger, and a different kind of love, so I think it's possible if, if we're talking about that situation, but like if we're talking about oh, I'm in love with Jake now and I'm going to fall in love with somebody else. Like, I don't I don't personally think that's possible, but then I'm sure a lot of people could say that it's happened to them. So, yeah, let's have a look what else you guys have said. Um, I want some, like, evidence. Like, I want you guys telling me that it happened to you. 
Um, I've seen a boy who said he had strong feelings for me, but he had a girlfriend of four years at the time. Yeah, strong feelings though. Um, not if you're truly in love with someone. The thought of anyone else makes me feel sick. Absolutely not. Being truly in love is committing to one person. But what about open relationships, she says. Um, a lot of you are saying no. Honestly, 90% is no. It's not ha- doesn't doesn't work. You can be... Hold on. You can love multiple people, but in love is different. Yeah, I would agree. I think if you're in love with someone, that's like your person. Like, I'm in love with you. Like, I want to be with you forever. I'm in love with you. And I don't think... I can't imagine feeling like that about two people. That would be that would be fucking stressful. Be exhausting. Um, somebody says, whoever says yes is a wrong and you can't be in love with two or more people. Um, yeah, a lot of you are saying no. Oh, but somebody says, yes, my little sister is 10 and has two boyfriends. I don't know if that's a love. <laughs> Go on, queen, though. Um, yeah, most of you, if not all of you, are saying no. The only examples of people saying yeah are you guys saying that yeah if it's a different kind of love or if you're like cheating on somebody. Um, I think you can love someone and find someone else attractive but not love both. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of people were saying, you know, like if you are if you are in love with somebody and then you fall for somebody else so you didn't love the first person. Do you think that's true? Or do you think love can change? I don't know if it necessarily means you didn't love them or, hmm, yeah, I don't know. I really don't know where I stand on that, which is funny because I normally have a pretty solid idea, but I think because I don't really get love, like, you know, I think I know what love feels like, but it's subjective, right? Like, love is subjective, surely. Like, what it takes for you to love somebody might not necessarily be the same for me. I don't know. It's very strange. It's um, it's confusing. And like, sometimes I think like, is love like a made up thing? Like we've just said that. Like we've just put a word on, on really caring about somebody. I'm really liking someone and having feelings towards them. And we've put the word love on that and said that it's like a real thing. And I think family love is is like it's there no matter what like I I'm not really like I don't have a lot in common with my brother but I love him do you know what I mean because he's my brother um and again what I was saying about like your pain is my pain and I'd make sacrifices for you and I'd put you before myself in certain situations like that's how I feel about my family regardless of my relationship with them so that's my idea of love so when I feel like that towards a stranger and by stranger I mean like just somebody I'm not related to aka Jake that's why I'm like that's love like I love him I love him the same that I love my family so and I, and I can't imagine feeling like that again about um two people I don't think I've got it in me so yeah love that I love that I think we're pretty all on the same page there which is I don't think that's happened before I don't think I've ever done a weekly debate where not even one of you's been like, yep, I'm in love with two people right now. So that's fun. Well done, everyone. We're all on the same page. So let's get into some dilemmas. I'm going to kick it off with this one. Okay, let's go. Hey girl, loving the podcast. So thank you, by the way. I've known this guy for three years and we were good friends in 2019 as we met through going to gigs and mutual friends, etc. He had a girlfriend and stuff, so we didn't talk until last year. In November the 5th, to be precise, he replied to my Insta story and we got talking. 
He was up here in Manchester for warehouse project at the end of November and wanted to see me the night before. So we went out for drinks, etc., which he called it a date. And it was a lovely night. We ended up sleeping together and I can't lie, I loved it. Anyway, around two weeks after, I started getting my suspicions. I knew he had an ex and she is so, so pretty. However, on the date, he was calling her a psycho, etc., which I know is bullshit. You know what I say about that? Red flag. I don't care how psycho some of my exes have been. I'll always speak highly of them. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I've dated some guys who've shown some intense behaviour. But if you ask me about them, I'd always say, he's a lovely guy and he deserves lovely things. But maybe if I was quite toxic and put people through some difficult shit, I might be sat here going, they're the fucking psychos, mate. So I always consider that a red flag. But let's continue. I I like that you called bullshit on that as well. Okay, continuing on. On the 27th of December, I was meant to see him and booked us a hotel and he completely aired me literally for three days, which caused me to lose money. So I messaged his ex and it turns out the same week he was FaceTiming me and planning to see me. He was also begging for her back and telling her he's still in love with her. (laughs) What the actual fuck? I'm sorry. That's quite disgusting, isn't it? Um, She's absolutely lovely and we now follow each other on Instagram. Love that, Queen's. Anyway, last month I was on Tinder and had Tinder gold so I could see who liked me. Turns out he super liked me, so I swiped him because I wanted answers from him. Oh, did you want answers or did you want validation? I've been there, girl. I've been there. Sometimes we we tell ourselves we just want answers, but actually it's because we felt so rejected by them that we want to feel validated by them again. Do you know what I mean? It's so sad that we, we do it. But regardless, you deserved your answers, so I would have done the exact same thing. Anyway, fast forward to now, I now have him on Instagram and Snap again, and he's just messing with my head. Oh, look, he's wormed his way back in. He will literally air my messages sometimes for like 20 hours, but then other days makes effort, and I'm like, question mark, question mark. I'm 22 this year, and he's 21. I'm just baffled. I'd like to know your opinion on this whole thing. Hope you're well, girl. Sending lots of love and keep smashing the podcast. I love you. Sending you so much love. Um, What? You want my opinion? I think... Um, this boy has taken enough of your time and he's had enough of your attention and, you know, energy and I'm, I don't think we should be entertaining this anymore, you know? I also think you and this girl have obviously, like, got on now and you should, like, make a pact to be like, fuck this guy. Like, let's both make a deal. This guy doesn't get either of us anymore because he literally doesn't deserve either of us. But then also, like, if she did want to go back to him, like, that is also her shit at the end of the day, isn't it? But worrying about yourself, um, we're going to take him off Snap and Insta, yeah? Okay? It's not that deep. People think, like, unfollowing and stuff is that deep. It's not that deep. Like, I don't consider you somebody I want in my life anymore. Like, like you said, he's messing with your head. You just said, he's just messing with my head. And he's airing your messages for 20 hours. Excuse me excuse me, air my messages for 20 hours, the absolute liberties this boy is taking, like, he's, he just knows, you're just putty in his hands, that's what he thinks, like, he thinks he can behave in any sort of way, disappear for 20 hours, and you're still going to be there to entertain him when he, when he gets back, and when he fancies it, no, no, I'm sorry, I don't live for you, okay, I've got shit to do, babes, this is not for me, I think, I think, let's nip it in the bud, let's put it to bed, we had a good time, you had great sex, you know, let's look at the positives, you've got great sex, you've got a nice friend out of it, the girl, 
Um, and you've learned a couple of lessons and you're single and thriving. So good riddance. That's what I say. If if you called me up now as a mate, I'd say, babe, get your, get Snapchat up, right? Snapchat. <laughs> Snapchat. So, oh my god, I can't say it. Snapchat. God, you can tell I'm old. I literally don't have Snapchat. I mean, I do. I just, I don't think I've sent a snap in about two years. Anyway, I'd say, babe, get Snapchat up. Right. Oh my god, why does the word Snapchat just trip me up? Right, let me try this again. Get Snapchat up right now. Why is that actually quite hard to say? Get Snapchat up right now. That's actually quite hard to say. Everyone try and say that. Get Snapchat up right now. That's quite hard. You're all saying it, aren't you? <laughs> That's so funny. Um, And I'd say, just remove him, babe. Just remove him yeah, we're going to walk away because he's a waste of time. And these 20 hours he's not replying and he's is on your mind and it's bothering you and you're stressing and you're looking at his stories and you see that he's out and he's been on his phone, but he's still not replied to you. We don't need that energy. Like, let's fuck this off. Yeah. Okay. That's my advice to you. And I hope the girl does the same. All right. Love you so much. Guys, I can't even remember last week when I had to stop because it cut me off it didn't cut me off this time I just finished recording the episode and um it said well it didn't say anything I just played half of it and then I I played the other half and all of a sudden my voice sounded like a robot yeah so yet again the universe has something against Leah on the line I don't know what it is I can't figure out what the message is that they're trying to send me but I've had another nightmare, but I'm going to continue on, okay? I'm going to re- revisit the dilemmas and give you a proper episode, even though today I'm being tested left, right and centre. I'm having a terrible fucking time, but I've got my health and like Fab just said to me, at least this didn't happen tomorrow when I have a guest coming on because I would be devastated. So we're going to take a deep breath going to be positive and we're going to redo the fucking podcast okay everybody please leave me a five star review because i i really am giving my all into this okay (laughs) next dilemma okay my uni housemates are disgusting hey leah love your podcast by the way thank you so much i just need to rant to you about my dirty uni housemates and see if you have any more advice please so basically, I live in a seven-bedroom house at Falmouth Uni. Is that how you say that? I guess so. And I study fashion design. Sick. That's so cool. So it's pretty full-on and stressful at times, let alone coming back to a really dirty house that I have to try and cook in. Oh my god, makes me sick. Trust me, I've been there. Makes me fucking mad. Um, me and a few of my housemates are sick of the same two to three people always leaving their shit out spilling stuff like chopped tomatoes on the floor and not cleaning it so you literally can't go in the kitchen without shoes <sighs> what are they fucking animals that's disgusting they leave the the oh sorry they leave the period bin overflowing basically <sighs> wow i'm sorry but We've all had, you know, our period bins have overflowed a few times, yeah? But we always get round to clearing out. It's an easy job. Um, They have no respect for others living in this house. We've tried a cleaning rotor, but that never works. Nope, it never works. Trust me, it's such a temporary fix. It's so annoying. Um, When it's their week, they just don't do it. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah, what? Should we just leave it to the cleaning fairies then, babe? Fucking rude. 
Um, then we tried a dirty bag where all the grim moldy food grown on plates that they don't clean gets put in this bag and we leave it there for a while. And if it doesn't get cleaned, we put it all on the table and say you have 24 hours to clean it or it goes in the bin. I love that. It's like, take your fucking shit and piss off. Yeah. However, this usually works, but this time it didn't. So after 24 hours, we put the dirty bag by the outside bins and the bin men took it. Not going to lie, I felt kind of bad after that because we are all students. But then I thought if they really wanted it, they should have sorted it. And that is facts, girl. I'm not being funny. They might as well have plated up that bagged up them plates and handed them over to the bin men themselves. That's that's essentially what they did when they decided I'm gonna leave this on the table even though I know the rules and I know I only have twenty four hours before these people get rid. They just thought, Oh, they ain't actually gonna chuck it out, are they? I'll leave it there. It's, it's fine. They're not actually gonna bin it. What are they gonna do? Yeah, we are. Watch me. You know, lesson learned, hopefully. Um, but I'm not being funny, you shouldn't have to do that, they're not children, um, just wondered if you have, obviously I'm saying that, you know, good on you for doing it, but it's just sad, isn't it, that that's what it's come to, like, grow up, people, just clean, just wondered if you have any more advice, because I always hate nagging them, I just can't live in this mess, it makes me feel so anxious, but it's an awkward one, because two or three of them are my good friends, Sorry if this is all a jumble. I'm just sending this in as I've just arrived to work. So stressed, but love you lots. Oh, I'm sorry that you're stressed. I hate it. Honestly, having messy flatmates or noisy flatmates or just difficult flatmates, it impacts you more than you think. Like it is, it weighs you down so heavy and you don't actually realize how much it's weighing you down until you're out of it, until you don't live with them anymore. So I think carry on doing what you're doing with the like, you know, you've got 24 hours, you bunch of fucking scabs, come and get your sweaty ketchup plates, clean them and put them in the fucking cupboard, or it's going in in the binman's bag, in the binman's bag, (laughs) in the binman's truck, so, you know, I think, don't feel guilty about it, like, there is therefore, like, why don't they just get paper plates, I'm not being funny, if you can't bother to clean, and if your plates don't mean that much to you, just get recyclable plates and just put them in the bin and then you don't have to clean anything just get just get cardboard forks yeah but also my advice to you is what's there left of this year of uni three three months just take a deep breath let's do it together take a deep breath everybody did you need that yeah and we're going to have one last chat with them and say, look, please, 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 just clean your shit up. Oh my God, that reminds me of Megan McKenna on Big Brother. Because I was cleaning their fucking shit up. I'm the only one who tells a fucking truth around here. I love Megan McKenna. She's literally me. Well, she's me when I'm brave, when I'm drunk. No, I don't turn into Megan McKenna when I'm drunk. She's Megan McKenna is what I think. It's just just not how I act on the outside. I'm not ballsy enough. I'm the only one telling the truth around, dear. I need to eat. I'm starving. Have some water. No, I need to eat food. Oh, I just love her. Anyway, anyway, back to back to the dilemma. Yeah, I say to him, please, 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 please. I've got three months left in this house and I cannot live like this anymore. It makes me want to cry. 
It makes me miserable. It makes me not a nice person. It makes me depressed. It's really fucking getting me down and it's selfish. Just for three months, I'm asking you to just clean your shit up for three months. Just please, please. I'm literally begging you and get on right move. And get a deposit down for your next place that you're going to move into in September. Obviously, you can't do that just yet. But get looking, you know. Have a look what's out there. Bit of positive energy. A bit of manifesting. Bit of excitement into it being in the past. You know, like, let's look forward. You're not going to live like this for forever. It's going to be in the past before you know it. Um, you'll never fucking forget how awful it, it was, but it will be in the past and you'll be happy again and you'll be able to get up in the morning and, and make yourself a nice coffee and sit on the sofa. Just three more, three more months. I feel like it goes about saying, obviously don't live with them again next year. Like, please don't do that. If, if you were for some reason considering it, that's obviously not the best decision. Um, and yeah, look to the future, get on right move, get some, get a new group of flatmates together, or just the ones that you said that you get on with, and be positive, think about the fact that in three months time, you can go home for the summer, in your nice clean family home, and this will be the old you, and, and, you know, it's, it's, it's just, it's fucking shit, but hopefully it's not for much longer, but I really feel bad for you because I know how difficult it can be. But you've got this, girl. Love you loads. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, this next one is actually i did actually talk to her about this on instagram she voice noted me um 
and I've also had her back and we were just talking about it for a while so I already answered her dilemma to her personally but I said to her that I'm still going to do it on the podcast because I feel like so many people will actually be able to relate to this so it says sorry I had a hiccup then hey Leah absolutely love your podcast you're the bestie I need oh thank you I've been with my boyfriend for nearly two years and I've been getting a vibe that he's starting to distance himself and getting cold feet as he's starting to make excuses as to why he can't make date plans and I don't get the reassurance I need anymore. Sorry, I've got such a hiccup sat in my throat. I don't get the reassurance I need anymore. Whenever I try to communicate with him about how it makes me feel, he gets even colder because he thinks I'm nagging. I've tried approaching things in different ways, like calmly sitting him down, texting him, and even trying to lightheartedly joke. But every time I try and open up about my feelings, he goes cold and just replies with, I don't know, to everything I say. So I feel like I'm pushing him away more as I don't get any reassurance. This is his first relationship and after my ex cheated on me, I bring a fair bit of insecurity to this relationship so I'm not sure if I'm overthinking things. I get such mixed signals as it's so hot and cold because when we're good, we have so much fun, he's so kind and supportive and to be honest, we never argue as I think he hates the confrontation of it. But when I can sense his energy is off, it makes me feel so uneasy. I love him so much as apart from... Oh, I love him so much. As apart from the cold waves, it's the healthiest relationship uh, relationship I've had and I want to make it work. Do you have any advice on how I can get him to communicate and open up more? Equally, I don't want to feel like I'm investing so much and getting nothing back. Am I wasting my time? Thanks so much and love you. Love you too. Right, this is a, this is a good one. I think so many people have been in this situation. I know I definitely have in a relationship where you're just like oh my god he's in a bad mood with me do you love me and you're constantly asking for reassurance and you're getting paranoid and you're treading on eggshells because you think he's in a bad mood and he's cold and then he's hot and then he's cold again and then you thought you was all right but he's cold again it's fucking exhausting okay it's so exhausting and we go to them for reassurance because the insecurities are coming directly from them so we go to them to be like can you take the insecurities away that i'm feeling please because you're making me feel like a piece of shit and they i think not all men but a lot of men when or just people in general but I do feel like I've seen this in men a lot when you tell a guy what he is how he isn't fulfilling you whether it be like emotionally or with not enough attention or not enough dates you know things like this when you tell him you're making me feel insecure I don't feel fulfilled he hears criticism okay and he hears oh, for fuck's sake, she's just criticising me, I'm a shit boyfriend, can't do nothing right, she's fucking whinge, 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 wah, 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 I'm insecure, I'm insecure, you don't make me feel good, that's what he hears, you're a terrible boyfriend, show me more, I need more, that's what they hear, okay, now, I don't, I really like your self-awareness, and when you say, like, you know, I know I'm pushing him away the more I ask, um, and I know I bring a bit of insecurity into the relationship, And I love that about you. You sound really emotionally intelligent and mature. But what I would say to you is, regardless of what you went through with your ex and how you're feeling, and it's obviously good to be aware of what you're bringing into the relationship and and the anxiety that past experiences have left you with, it's also really important to not blame that and understand that he is actually doing this. Like, he is actually hot and cold and he is making you feel a little shit every now and then. And he isn't taking you out on enough dates. Like he is responsible as well. Um, so don't, don't let that take away from how you're feeling. Um, your feelings are validated 100%, babe. Um, and 
I I said to her on the voice notes that, you know, it's a problem. It's not going to work like this. We need to sort this problem out. Um, And asking him to sort the problem out and say, can you stop being cold with me all the time? And can you stop telling me that, you know, you just don't know? And can I, can you actually open up to me? It's not working. Okay, so we're going to have to try another, another route. And I believe that with a relationship like this, it would be a good option to just say, I'm not gonna seek my reassurance from you anymore and if you're in a bad mood and you're cold I'm gonna stay out of your way and I'm gonna go and get my nails done and I'm gonna have a good fucking day because my day isn't decided by your mood and if you're in a good mood I'm gonna have a good day if you're in a bad mood I'm gonna have a bad day not anymore I'm gonna have a good day no matter what you're fucking feeling no matter how you're treating me I'm still gonna have a good day I'm gonna go out and get my nails done I'm gonna go out with my friend I'm gonna sit on my computer and play sims because that makes me happy okay that is that is the new focus I think what we should try at least try it and I think because then he stops hearing the criticism and he stops hearing the what we're obviously reading as neediness um which you know you're not needy like asking someone to not be cold with you is you're asking for the bare minimum here okay you're not needy you're just you know he's giving he's making you insecure and in turn you're asking for reassurance and then he's going fucking hell he's so fucking needy make me feel validated in the first place and this will not be happening all right just making me feel invalidated all the time making me feel like shit because you fucking ignore me all day anyway <laughs> god so I think once he stops hearing all of the like, are we okay? Like, are you upset with me? Are we all right? Like, once you stop doing all of that um, and just go, right, if you're in a shit mood, that is not my problem. You can go over there and be moody, moody little twat. And then I think, then they start going, she hasn't actually, um, she hasn't actually asked me if we're all right today and I've ignored her all day and she hasn't actually come and tried to hug me normally she comes and like lays on me and gives me a cuddle when we when we've had a day like today but she's like out and she's texting me saying like oh I'll be home in a few hours like see you later and this is definitely not in a toxic way obviously like I don't ever want to encourage playing games and stuff like that um this is more this isn't a game this is you saying I'm going to put myself first now from now on and my relationship isn't going to have this much of an impact on my happiness um, and I'm going to seek my validation elsewhere. And I don't mean other dick, I mean like from yourself or whatever. So I think once the, I don't want to use this word, but you know what I mean, once the quotation marks neediness stops, I think it they're less pissed off and they feel less, under attack and they feel less um like they've got to prove themselves all the time and they feel less pressure to behave a certain way and I think it all just can become a little bit more natural again um I will tell you this like this is definitely a fixable problem like this is definitely a solution uh sorry this is definitely something that we could find a solution to like this isn't like oh we're not compatible like this is definitely a minor issue well it's not minor but it's it's not it's not the end of the relationship at all um so yeah there's that that's what you can do for yourself but at the same time he you we're not just going to accept that he just doesn't open up and he just doesn't talk about his emotions and he does just shut off like we're not just going to accept that okay 
what we're going to do is focus on yourself but at the same time maybe have one conversation with him like just one more time maybe not yet like give it a bit um and then just say to him like we're gonna have to work on this babe because you know it's not gonna work there's two people involved in this relationship and if you're keeping it all in there in your head and I'm out here having no clue what's going on and what you're thinking and how you're feeling that's a one-sided relationship it leaves me completely in the dark and that's not going to work there's two people in this there's two emotion there's two people's emotions involved here and you're going to have to learn to communicate and have to learn to open up at least a little bit and you know I'm not putting any pressure on you I understand it's difficult but I want you to know you're safe to do that with me you're safe to talk about your feelings with me I will never judge you you know like I'll never hold anything like how you're feeling against you. I'm always open to hearing how you're feeling and whatever you're going through, you can trust me um, and encourage it rather than pressurize it. But yeah, I think that would that would be a good direction to try. What about you guys? Do you think it would be a good direction? Any of you can relate? I'm sure there's somebody that can. There's, it's very common that guys are just bloody terrible with their communication. But like you said, you've got an amazing relationship. He's lovely to you. He's just hot and cold. But, you know, I think the more we show that that's an issue, the more they do it unintentionally because they, they genuinely are just more in a bad mood. Like I said, they just hear criticism. So yeah, I hope that helps um, and you're absolutely amazing and you deserve to be validated. And you know what? I think you're amazing and I think you're perfect. So that's all that matters. <laughs> I'm all that matters. Okay, have we got another dilemma? Okay, yeah. My boyfriend of four years doesn't want to live with me. Oh my goodness. Okay. Hey girl, I have a dilemma. My boyfriend of over four years doesn't want to buy a house with me until he's in his 30s. We're currently both 24. Oh, snaps. He doesn't really save his money where I'm now in a position to buy and I want the relationship to move forward. He will often talk about marriage and kids in the future, so I'm confused if there's actually a future if we both currently want different things. He says he doesn't want the relationship... Oh, sorry, sorry. He doesn't want the responsibility of bills and likes living at home with his mum where his mum will do everything for him, cook his dinner, his lunches for work, do his washing, etc. Not sure where this leaves us and if I'm overreacting about the whole situation, would love to hear your advice. Thanks. Okay. Let's look at his perspective. He is living at home. He's a mummy's boy. He's getting his dinner cooked, his lunch packed, his washing done. His, he ain't got a tidy, he ain't got a clean, he ain't got to buy no food, he ain't got to buy anything, right? I don't know, he might be paying a little bit of rent, a little bit towards the bills, hopefully he is, but, you know, she's doing everything for him, like you said. Why would he give that up? Do you know what I mean? Like, he is living like a fucking king in hotel day mother, right? That is where your boyfriend is living and he is not checking out anytime soon, he's living the dream like he's got his lunch made and his dinner made and his what his clothes are all nicely folded in his drawers for him when he gets home from work he's not trying to do that himself this is the other thing that came up for me is when you eventually do move out does he expect you to do that fucking shit does he expect you to do his washing and his lunches and his dinners every night because no darling we're gonna have to grow up at some point yeah we're gonna have to learn how washing machine works by if you don't know at this age i'm already a bit concerned okay um 
but you said that he talks about marriage and kids and stuff so I don't think it's a concern I think he definitely does see you in his future but let's flip to now your narrative is you're in a financial position where you're ready to to buy a house you want this relationship to progress you're ready to settle down and build this future you're 24 you know you want to do it now you're ready to do it now and you found the person you want to do it with you're in a position where you're financially able to do it the only thing holding you back is him and is that selfish you know is that selfish of him I don't know I don't think it's selfish of him because I do also believe that you know your 20s are about being young and saving your money and you know um enjoying your life and spending your money on money on yourself and holidays and stuff like that but then there's also another type of person in their 20s like you that sees your 20s as I'm here to hustle I'm here to get my first house I want to I want to build my future so that I can start a family one day and I'm in a financial stable position um which fucking queen okay go you that's insane um and there needs to be a bit of negotiating here there's got to be some sort of negotiation around well I'm not just gonna hold put my dreams on hold so that you can live under your mum's roof for a bit longer because it's fun and it's nice like there's two people in this relationship I'm here you know this is my life as well as yours is your life um we're in a relationship which means we've you know our lives are combined um but we're on different pages so I would say maybe can we say to him what about at 26 in two years you know but we're not having yeah yeah whatever just ask me in two years no because then in two years time the answer is still going to be no and then you've just wasted two years saving up your money for somebody that's still not ready to commit for you um what we want is like okay babe yeah I'm not ready now, but let's say in two, three years when I'm 26, 27, that's a reasonable age. I think I think it's a reasonable age to move out and start building a future. And, you know, this relationship is is everything to me. I want it to progress. I want to have children with you. I want to have, I want to get married. Like he's saying, he said all of these things. So give me two, three years just to enjoy my life a little bit more. You know, once I move out from my mum, I'm not going to live with her again and I'm going to miss it and I want to live with my mum I love living with my mum and you know we're not trying to pull him away from from his mum no way um you know once you move out from home you usually don't move back in which is so sad it's where it's where you've only you've only ever lived with your with your family you know so um I understand his perspective and we need to respect that as well but like I said he needs to you know, he can't expect you to just go, okay, babe, whatever you want, I'll, you just let me know when you're ready. <laughs> I'll just wait. Like, no. Um, but also, there is the option that you could do this on your own and you could buy your own house. And, you know, if he decides one day he wants to move in with you, go for it. But, you know, maybe that's what he wants. So maybe he, he would love that, wouldn't he? It's a, his girlfriend's got her own house, come round, do whatever he wants, take the absolute piss out of you, and then go home, take the absolute piss out of his mum. But yeah, I think maybe if you can meet in the middle, that would be fair because I totally see his perspective, but I totally see yours. So like, yeah, like I always say, tricky one. <laughs> but yeah, I'm really proud of you. That's so amazing that you're in this position. Not many people can say that at 24 years of age. So well done, you girl. That is absolutely incredible. You should be so proud of yourself. All right. 
God, I've just answered all of those dilemmas twice. But to be fair, my answers were pretty different to the first time around. So maybe I should do all my podcast episodes twice. Nope. Nope. Did not mean that. Please do not listen to me. Universe, I don't want these problems ever again. Please everyone manifest that the episode tomorrow with the guest is okay and goes well because I can't deal with this shit, right? Um... But yeah, let's wrap this episode up, shall we? How was it? How was your week? Uh, well, weekend, actually. I spoke to you on Friday last, didn't I? <laughs> go me. Um, yeah, how was your weekend? Did you go out? Did you have a night in? Did you have nights out? What do you like to do on the weekends? I actually went out. Crazy chick, I know. So fun, though. I had a really good night. Sorry, I'm yawning. I'm absolutely knackered. Oh, God. I need to eat dinner and it's like 10pm. What are you guys doing this week? Got anything planned? Long week? for me lots of hours but I'm going to try and get a bonus episode out even though I'm working Wednesday Thursday Friday it's not going to be possible oh no I'm not I think I'm off on Friday that'd be fucking fantastic wow okay anyway I'm literally just talking out loud aren't I thinking out loud do you know not everyone hears like a monologue like a voice in their head do you know that somebody said that to me the other day like you just don't hear a monologue in your head and I was like, you fucking what, mate? I swear I said this on my podcast before, like how when I go shopping on my own and obviously just think to myself and talk to myself in my head all day, I'm so exhausted by the end of it. Like I come home from shopping, I'm like, oh, just shut up to the voice in my head. And Jake doesn't have it. Like Jake, when Jake puts his head on the pillow at night, he says he doesn't think about anything. He just listens to the fan and he goes straight to sleep. And I was like, you're a fucking psychopath. Like, that is crazy. You hear silence. And he was like, yeah, I hear absolute silence. I was like, what? And my dad said he's the same. He doesn't He doesn't have him in a monologue either. And he said, I was telling him about it. And he's like, wow, that sounds exhausting. I was like, it is. It is. So do you guys get in a monologues? Because I do. Fucking hell, I do. My head voice don't shut up she literally doesn't stop sometimes they just there's like two of me in my head and they're just talking over each other honestly I'm okay like nobody be concerned about me like I don't you know I'm fine anyway thank you so much for listening to this episode thank you so much for all the lovely messages you sent me I think I mentioned it at the start but I can't remember which bits got cut out now but yeah all your lovely messages love and appreciate you more than you could ever possibly even fathom actually um and if i don't see you on friday then i'll see you on tuesday for the very exciting guest episode Woo! any guesses i'll give you a second to guess let me give you a couple of clues so she has had several hair colors she is an, an incredible singer she's on like every platform under the sun i'm talking tiktok insta youtube maybe yeah i'm sure oh yeah of course she has she's on youtube that was so dumb and twitch so she's pretty all-rounder and um i'll give you a clue i look good on you is that the lyrics i don't know i've basically just told you exactly who it is but who's excited i'm excited i can't wait anyway my background has changed as well i was using the green screen for a while for obviously for the tiktok videos and the instagram which if you're not following you totally should and i've got like a little neon light of like a booty like a little girl's bum booty why does that sound like a girl from made in chelsea then booty do you know who i love from made in chelsea maver she's brilliant wasn't she and she was like, oh, your presence annoys me. Oh, I just love her so much. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so now I've got a new background and I've got a pink neon 
naked lady on the wall and I actually love it but I filmed like the last two episodes with that background and I haven't had any time to get any clips cut up and put them on online so sorry about that I feel like a lot of people really like having those visual clips but I will get my life back together at some point. I'm just working full-time at the moment. And working full-time ain't for me. It's really not. Trying to work full-time and do all this freelance stuff. is just like... I don't know how people do it. I'm exhausted. Literally, my body is just hurting. But to be fair, I do do like 13 hour days. Anyway, I'm literally just rambling, aren't I? Love you guys so much. And if I don't see you on Friday... Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I'll see you on Tuesday. Woo! I love you. Bye!